Hi there, and a very warm welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of People Soup. It's Ross McIntosh here. This week, it's a cup of soup, a short episode called Legally Blonde. I share with you how I can get caught up in my own head, in my own courtroom drama, which can keep me completely absorbed and on the edge of my seat with tension. Whilst in the meantime, the world around me continues to revolve, and I don't really notice how I'm showing up in it. PeopleSoup is a community of people who are interested in behavioural science at work and how we can make it accessible, fun and useful for ourselves and each other. At work, behavioural science has the capacity to enhance our well-being, help us be the person we want to be more often and provide us with perspectives to enable cooperation, collaboration and innovation. It was psychologist Abraham Maslow who said, A first-rate soup is more creative than a second-rate painting. And that was the inspiration for this podcast. More than ever, the world of work is a heady mix of people, behaviour, events and challenges. When the blend is right, it can be first-rate. Behavioural science and psychology has a lot to offer in terms of recipes, ingredients, seasoning, spices and utensils. So welcome to People Soup. There are some reviews in for our last episode, Lemongate, Louise Gardner, also known as My Act Auntie, and your act, Auntie, for that matter, said, Loved these two episodes, The Pen and Lemongate, with the delightful Ross McIntosh, who has just made my day with his singing. Thank you, Ross. Teresa Jennings said, Great episode, Ross. Lemongate really enhancing my understanding of that tricky RFT stuff a little more. And RFT is relational frame theory for those who haven't listened yet. And Teresa went on to say, an extra bonus being that your singing actually lulled me off to sleep. So I may listen to the whole episode again soon. Well, I don't think I've ever lulled anyone before, so that's that's a first for us P-Supers. Suzanne Tarrant wrote from Wales and let me know that she'd just made a recommendation for the participants on a psychological skills training in the NHS to check out People Soup podcast and also Our Act Ante as worthwhile resources supporting the application of psychological flexibility in everyday life. So thank you so much, Suzanne. Really, really grateful for that. And finally, Rose Horton-Smith said, Fantastic episode. RFT, remember that's relational frame theory, explained so clearly, Ross, that it was inspiring. As for your singing, I've missed it hugely. A relational-derived action from Rose was the smell of Palmer violets, which reminded her of a, of a piano teacher she didn't like as a child. That smell is now linked to avoiding playing the piano. See how our minds can work, P-Supers. And you may notice in the background those with eagle ears, P-Supers, although I'm recording this under a duvet cover, you may notice the tiny little patter of little whippet feet, and that's Basil and Fiona just mooching round our flat. Right, P-Supers, get a brew on, sit back and relax, and listen to this short episode featuring Reese Witherspoon. What's your favourite courtroom drama? One of my all-time greats is Legally Blonde. For those of you who have not yet discovered it, where have you been? You really need to add this to your watch list as soon as possible. It really is a classic of cinema. The dramatic denouement is a courtroom scene where Elle Woods draws upon her whole range of experience. Now, I don't want to give out any spoilers for those who haven't seen it yet, but she draws upon her knowledge of the first cardinal rule of perm maintenance and also makes a deduction when someone says to her after pushing in front of her at the water fountain... Don't stomp your little last season Prada shoes at me, honey. Obviously, he doesn't do it in an accent, but she makes a deduction from what he says and how he spots 
that her shoes were last season, which they weren't, by the way. It's brilliant and gripping, and she proves her client's innocence. So why am I banging on about Reese Witherspoon? My point is, what is it like when you're watching a courtroom drama? It doesn't have to be Legally Blonde. It could be your favourite courtroom drama. In fact, yeah, why not, P-Supers, tell us your favourite courtroom drama? So when we're watching one, it's tense. You shift your attention between the case presented by the defence and the case presented by the prosecution. You may change your opinion as different witnesses take the stand and are cross-examined. Your opinion of the case can oscillate as new evidence is introduced. You can feel confused, a little bit hopeless, yet captivated. That piece supersedes what it's like in my head. There's a courtroom. Take one of my thoughts, one which comes up a lot for me, that I'm not clever enough. I'm not clever enough. It can really grip me and transport me to my own personal courtroom. And what does my courtroom do with that thought? It asks, is it true? Is it true that I'm not clever enough? Then what ensues is a right humdinger of a drama. The case with the prosecution. Yes, it's true. You're not clever enough. In fact, you're a downright stupid. They go on to present evidence, some video clips of times when I've looked like a right eejit, and some witnesses who are more than happy to tell the jury what a dunce I am. Objection, shouts the defence lawyer. There are many times when the defendant, Ross McIntosh, has been more than clever enough. Here are some cracking clips from his history, and some character and general intelligence witnesses. It's a truly gripping drama. Even though it's quite familiar, it gets me every time. I'm completely absorbed in what's unfolding as the case develops. Each side will continue to argue their position, introducing new spins on old events. And what's going on in the real world while I'm gripped in my inner courtroom? Who knows, because I'm not there. If the camera was watching me, it would probably see me looking distracted, distant, and maybe a bit perturbed. So what helps me get out of the courtroom? Firstly, noticing that a case is in progress. Oh, there you are again, the Honourable Marina R. Bickford. For that is the name of the judge in Legally Blonde. I'm not looking to criticise my mind, it's doing what it's designed to do. But by naming the courtroom and the judge, Marina, it can help me recognise where my mind has taken me and help me reduce the grip of the courtroom. Then there's a great question which can really pop my courtroom bubble. Here it is. Instead of asking, is it true, when I notice I'm having a thought like I'm not clever enough, I ask, is it helpful? This really helps me get back to the present moment of where I am, get a bit of distance between me and my thoughts, and allows me to choose how I want to show up in that particular situation. You can give it a go, P-Supers. If you notice you're having a thought that's not too helpful... You can firstly thank your mind and then consider, is it helpful? Is that thought helpful for how I want to show up right now? Give it a go and see if you can notice what happens. Peace Supers, thank you for listening. If you like this episode or the podcast, could I invite you to share it with one other person? I'm really keen to spread the behavioural science and skills with more people. Of course, a subscription, rating or review on any platform are also very, very much appreciated. You can get in touch at peoplesoup.pod at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at peoplesouppod. 
On Instagram, we're at people.soup. And on Facebook, we are at peoplesouppod. Thanks to Andy Glenn for his spoon magic. Thanks to Reese Witherspoon for being marvellous. And thanks to you, P-Supers, for listening. Have a great week and bye for now. Don't stomp your little last season Prada shoes at me, honey. For last season?